Hey, are you tired of launching a new initiative, a new donor campaign or a new product or service and getting crickets in response to all of that work? Well, what if there was a way that you could reduce that risk of falling on deaf ears while also unlocking new opportunities to innovate within your organization? Hey, welcome back to Unlocking Innovation. My name is Kevin Rhodes. If you are looking to deliver new value to your organization, then you've come to the right place. This is where I share my 20 plus years of experience helping leaders just like you deliver new value to your customers, to your teams, and to your organization. And I'm so glad you're here. Hey, we've all been there. We get jazzed about a new idea. We have lots of meetings. We align all of our efforts and energy towards launching a new idea, and then it just falls flat. Our customers or our donors don't get it or don't want it or don't understand it, and no one wants that. No one wants that wasted effort. So what can we do about it? One opportunity is through research. I spend a lot of time in the software world, and we call this user research. But you can think of this in whatever context you're in, whether it is donor research, customer research, client research, whoever you serve, whatever vocabulary that you use to describe those that you deliver value to, insert there. So if I call it user research, interpret it in whichever light makes sense for you, the idea is going to be the same. So I want to give you a really high level view of what user research is so that you, you can begin to think through how you can go about doing this kind of research yourself. So user research is a, exactly what it sounds. It is about getting out and talking to your customers. It's about observing customers. It's about understanding your customers, or your users at a deeper level. It's not sitting behind a desk, imagining what your users are doing, imagining what your customers want, or imagining what your donors value. Again, we're trying to mitigate risk of doing all of this work for nothing. So in order to figure out what kind of work should be done, let's go talk to those that we're actually serving so they can inform the work. They can give us insights into what to do next, where to go next, and how we can serve them better. So when you set out to do user research on your own, one of the first things to consider is What is the research objective? What is it that I'm trying to learn out of this? Form a hypothesis. Now, you have to be careful when you form a research hypothesis that you're not leading yourself to the conclusion that you want. So don't frame the hypothesis in a way that is just going to confirm what you desire to be true. And it is their ideas, their behavior, their thoughts, their motivations that value and ought to shape how we service them. Form a hypothesis or form a research objective. What is it that you're trying to learn? Be honest about the actual question so that you can be open to actually hearing an honest feedback. Now, I like to think of user research in through four different lenses. The first is qualitative, the kind of research that, de- that delivers stories. And then there's quantitative, the kind of research that delivers numbers. And then there's research that focuses on understanding the attitude of our users or our donors, our customers. And then there's research that is focused on understanding the behavior of those we serve. So knowing which kind of information that you need based on your research objective 
it ought to inform the kind of research method that you employ, and it's probably going to go through one or two of those four lenses. Qualitative, quantitative, attitudes, and behaviors. Now, depending on the kind of information that you're after, so that will inform the kind of research method that you use, that will determine how many participants you need in order to get some really good usable data. If it is numbers-based or quantitative-based research, you're going to need likely a lot more people to participate in the research method so that you can see statistical patterns or statistical relevance. If it is a story-based or qualitative research method or you're trying to understand attitudes or behaviors in a, in a non-numeric way, then you'll need less research participants. So get your research participants aligned with the kind of research that you're going to conduct. And quite often, that method will inform how you key the data. So if it is a interview-based research method, you're going to key off of language or off of observations. If it is a survey type of research method, you're going to key off of the data points surfacing within the survey. As we key the data, we're going to see a handful of findings. We're going to see some, some themes that surface. These findings are observable things within the data, whether it is a qualitative or quantitative attitude or behavior-based research method, you're going to start to see some themes. These findings will then inform insights. So the findings are the fact bits, the things that we can observe, and the insights are the reasons behind them. And that is the real value of doing user research, is we want to understand the why. If we can understand why a user, a customer, a donor behaves in a certain way, or what drives them to think or, and behave in that way, we can design solutions for them in that way that satisfies those needs and behaviors. So there we have four lenses in which to think about user research, kind of the results of that activity as you engage with real human beings. What kind of things do they surface? Findings that lead to insights. Those insights will lead to questions that you can then ask your counterparts as you share these research findings within, within your team, within your organization. These insights will, will form themselves as questions. And then you can decide as a team, which of these questions or which of these insights are worth pursuing? Those insights are the thing that help us mitigate that risk of pursuing the wrong idea. So there's a really high level overview of user research. What problems does it solve for you and your organization? And there's enough information here that you can get started on your own. But hey, if you get stuck or if you want to take your user research up a notch and really get some deep insights into those that you're trying to serve, feel free to reach out. You can shoot me an email at kedron at kedronroads.com. Visit my website, kedronroads.com, and there you can find more information on how to get hold of me. I would love to help you bridge that gap of understanding who your customers are, what do they really need or want from you, and map that back to real solutions and use those creative insights to unlock innovation in your organization. Next up, I want to share with you some research methods that map back to those four different lenses in which you in which we look at research through. So we'll look at some methods and then in, in a, another upcoming ep episode, I want to share with you some user research methods that you can use specifically for remote. 
since we're all kind of doing this social distance thing. If you found any of this helpful, if you're on YouTube, hit the thumbs up. If you're getting this via the podcast, hop over to wherever you're getting this podcast and leave a rating or a review. I'd greatly appreciate it. And I look forward to having these conversations with you down the road.